Hello, everybody, and welcome to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and if we could introduce ourselves going around to the right. Let's go to the left. Sure, let's go to the left. <laughs> it's me, Kevin Pettit. Yeah, it's just the two of us here, all ye few but faithful. Uh, we have a cast of, uh, we have a panel that is very active in other areas of life, I guess. <laughs> they have lives, uh, and they have things to do with those lives, uh, and me and Kevin right now, I guess, do not. Uh, on Tuesday will be a more fitting uh, podcast. Uh, we'll, have a, we'll have a little more panel discussion, but for now, uh, it's going to be me and Kevin uh, going into this. The people who have their priorities set straight. Yes, that's right. Uh, so we have a contest going on right now. Uh, we will pick a winner on Tuesday, so you have until Tuesday to rate and review Stark Raven Mad, and uh, preferably favorably, but it doesn't have to be. We do the, we do pick the winner at random, uh, and uh, you win a twenty five dollar uh, Amazon. Uh, $25 Amazon merchandise. What am I trying to say? Voucher. Voucher. Uh, you can pick up anything on Amazon, $25 or less, that is Game of Thrones merchandise. You just let me know what it is, and uh, we hook it up. When's the deadline for that, Mike? Tuesday. Okay. Uh, and the other option, if uh, you don't like that option, is uh, at least three pieces of original fan fiction Created by the Stark Raven Mad panel. That's sweet, sweet fanfic. <laughs> yes, sweet, sweet fanfic. Uh, we do have a couple of reviews I'm going to go into real quick, and then we will talk about this holy effing mm. shit finale. Um, <laughs> from M. Galso, uh, who says, As funny as Mace Tyrell falling down the stairs. Thanks. Uh, from Percussionator, uh, who calls us the Valerian Steel Standard mm. of Game of Thrones podcasts. Mm. Pretty awesome. It's a good way uh, to get featured in future podcasts. Yeah, right? Uh, and from Kilcher 25 who gave us four or five stars, says that the reason he couldn't give a fifth star was because I often sound angry and annoyed when people do dumb bits for way too long. I'm pretty sure he didn't describe them as dumb. I think he described them as brilliant and <laughs> yeah. hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, that's he's uh, he's 100% accurate. I am annoyed and angry <laughs> when these things go on too long. Uh, and just understand, they've also been edited down. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Uh, you're... You're getting, the, you're getting the stuff that floats to the top, yeah. folks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't, but trust me, you don't want to hear all of the bits. Okay, moving on. Uh, first impression. Oh, my God. What did God. you think, Kevin Pettit? I mean, holy shit doesn't really capture it. Yeah, it really doesn't. Um, it's, <clears throat> this was like, uh, How do you think this ranks in Game of Thrones finales? Uh, obviously, this is number one. Yeah. Well, was... The Red Wedding wasn't a finale episode. That was nine. Um, this is probably the best finale episode that we've seen, for sure. This is the best finale episode of any season. Uh, this is maybe... I'm going to rewatch it. We already started rewatching a little bit as we were preparing for this, uh, and people were probably listening prepared. Prepared? What? <laughs> what? This is a mess. Um, but maybe... The best episode. Mm. Well, I, I would say that depends on what you what you're 
judging each episode by. I feel like there are episodes that maybe you don't see a lot of ha- a lot happen in different storylines, sure. but I mean the Hodor episode that was great. That's going to be hard to. That's going to be in my top three forever. Well, I think for a lot of people uh, that do a when it's all said and done. Uh, well, it is all said and done. Um, I'm just talking about up until season six. Um, when season seven comes, it'll be different. But for now, I think if people were, were to comprise a list of their top ten favorite episodes, I wouldn't be surprised if at least three or four are right in season six. This has been an amazing season. Yeah, they're really... Uh, I mean, I think they're they're forced to make these storylines advance at the rate that they're advancing. Because they, they just <laughs> yeah. have to. So... Uh, and we're getting the, the big payoffs back to back to back. The, now the Westerosi record holder uh, for the largest distance traveled in the shortest amount of time goes to Varys, Varys. the uh, the spider. Oh, I'm gonna. Uh, there's something that I uh, there's a thought I had about that. We can talk about it when we get there, or sure. right now, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean that's uh, that's that's pretty pretty much sums it up as that far as just hopped on a floating cloud and it like shot him away yeah well i mean we made the joke or someone said the joke about using the dragons as uber <laughs> what else explains that <laughs> at this point um but but drogon or uh Vesirian or i have a theory I'll, I'll save it i'll have a theory okay you got you have a theory of, i do i do have a okay plausible theory on that westerosi warp tunnels <laughs> no <laughs> um yeah. All right. Uh, so yeah, let's just go through. We'll we'll still keep it kind of loose if anything pops up. Uh, but we're going to start with uh, one of the more in within this episode inconsequential things. Mm. Still very mm. big. Uh, that's Sam and Gilly. Mm. Uh, it's definitely going. They wouldn't put it in this episode if something really big is not going to ha- is is not going to happen here. Uh, so he he arrives at the Citadel in Old Town. And deals with uh, somebody that could take a couple um, customer service mm. um, yeah. uh, e-learnings. Mm-hmm. This is true. Um, yeah, the guy was very bookish and very dickish. Yeah, a lot of ishes. Um, it's funny too. Uh, in in the the book plot, he when he shows up to the Citadel, he is ignored for like days. He goes to like try to get in touch with someone at the Citadel, and the guy just like. Sure, writes his name down, and then he sits there all day. And until he realizes... It's like the, uh, the, the Beetlejuice waiting room. <laughs> yeah. Do you have a number? Hey, what's that over there? Hey, look, here's a king! And just... Um, Sam's head, sh- head gets shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> no women and children! No yeah. touching! Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, until he figures out he has to bribe the guy. Thankfully, we didn't have to see that. Um, but yeah... Uh, Big, big Wait, things. in the book, he, he has to bribe the guy? Yeah. What does he bribe him with? Money. Um, oh, oh, that's yeah. less interesting than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> he was given a sizable amount of silver for his journey. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, thankfully we didn't have to see that. And we get to see <clears throat> Sam's version of finding porn on the internet for the first time. <laughs> yeah. Which is like, <gasps> all these books. Yeah. It's it's great, and he, he's also traveling around with. Uh, it's just this sword shaped uh, <laughs> package. Uh, package, yeah. That's all. It's not a, not a sword. This isn't a sword. No, this is leather. Yeah, wrapped in leather. Probably gives wrapped up bikes on name days. <laughs> Silly Sam. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, that actually relates to one of our sweet tweets coming up later on. Uh, yeah, David's not here. I gotta handle sweet tweets too. All right, that sound um, effects all you, bud. But David will probably be listening to this, uh, so he can pick some other sweet tweets. We can do a second round of sweet tweets on on Tuesday. I'm excited. Yeah. Well, anything from you, Mike, from this about the Citadel? What's uh, what? What do you think we're gonna see in season six? Uh, in the Citadel. Well, in season seven? Sorry, season seven. Um, well, I mean, just as far as season six goes, like I said, they wouldn't put this in here if something big isn't coming. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I would have loved that time to have been more uh, more fallout from the, from the wildfire. Mm. Um, mm. More uh, of what either the actual act of the wildfire blowing up mm-hmm. uh, or which probably would have cost a lot in this in terms of budget but even just a lot of the looks i could have watched the um targaryen fleet mm. at the end mm. for another minute straight mm-hmm. um there i mean there's so many different things that they could have rested a little bit on um or or dealt a little bit more with but i, I really can't complain about about that little bit in there because it was also fun uh, in the middle of a whole lot of uh, death and destruction, yeah. to have that little was interaction like a, was was nice little palate cleanser, I guess. It was like a Mr. Bean short. It was, yeah. <laughs> the guy wouldn't even extend his arm. It's yeah. so ridiculous. You're dunce. We have Jorah, Jorah <laughs> yeah. Mormont here as the last Lord Commander. Well, yes, he's 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 dead now. Barris can get from Essos to <laughs> Westeros to Essos. In uh, a couple scenes, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but they are still so outdated, and they're supposed to be the internet of Westeros. <laughs> so that's a little ridiculous. They have a lot of porn, and by porn <laughs> I mean books. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay. So to as well, far as well, Citadel, yeah, let's as far as season seven goes, we'll talk more about that at length in the in the off season, and probably a little bit more on. <clears throat> Tuesday, mm-hmm. but uh, since it's just the two of us here and we have some time, we can make uh, it that, if we try. <laughs> yes, uh, then I would say that it's probably pretty close to what we've we brought up previously, and that's that Sam finds something while he's studying be- that has to deal with the forging of Valerian steel. Well, he has. This is the hub of knowledge. Yeah, this is the old internet. Yeah, and there is there is knowledge that maesters have discounted for centuries about magic, about mm-hmm. the others, about you know all this lore that is going to be vital for the war yeah. to come. So, um, my prediction, and it's you know informed by the books, is there is I, there is someone at the Citadel that Sam is going to meet. That's my prediction. Who all, he's been studying this for years, and he's like. Kind of like a black sheep of amongst the maesters. I would like, if they're listening, the Game of Thrones creators, <laughs> I would like them to get... Are you listening, DNR? I would like them to cast in that role that as yet fictional, you know, still um, uh, just theorized role, I would like them to cast Gene Hackman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because he hasn't done anything for a while. I think his last movie was Welcome to Mooseport. Uh, so I would love to get him off the bench and into Game of Thrones. I would just like him to be Royal Tenenbaum. Yeah. As a maester. Yeah. 
Um, so, Gene Hackman, if you're listening. <laughs> also. Jump uh, on it, bud. Yeah, answer that call. <laughs> because it's coming. Um, anything mm. else with the Citadel? Well, I just... Same I'm... Really. I'm um, I'm nervous for Gilly and the baby. Yeah. Because this is, this is a place where they cannot help but stand out yeah. and do not belong. So there's going to be a potential for danger for them. Yeah. They're going to stand out. Sure. Um, visually, great shot mm. when they were kind of just looking down on the – off in the distance, Old Town. Yeah. And we, pretty great. we get to see the White Ravens released – Mm-hmm. Which is when, you know, like the head maesters in the Citadel... Got a new pope. Well, yeah, pretty much. It's like <laughs> when all the signs, you know, all the people report from different parts of Westeros and say, hey, listen, this, you know, this is it. Winter, you know, winter has officially started. That's when they send the White Ravens out. Mm-hmm. And the White Ravens um, in the books are actually smart enough that they can speak messages. <laughs> what? Yeah, some, of, some certain ravens can speak like short like well i remember like jayors uh jayors crow uh his raven spoke Mm -hmm. it it would say say different words um i think it would also just say crow (laughs) corn yeah corn corn. yeah Uh, all right yeah so it's it was kind of a way to like not make make sure the message gets in the right hands Mm -hmm. but nonetheless pretty cool yeah very neat all right uh, let's move on to Dorne. Mm. We haven't seen Dorne since episode one of season six, where I'm not the, mad about that. They had the yeah. Uh, I was saying as we were watching that when the first time we saw the map the, in the intro of Game of Thrones and it went to Dorne, people freaked out. We we're like, "Fuck yeah, we're going to Dorne!" Uh, and now we see it tonight, and we're like, "Oh." No. I just love Elena. It's like, what's that? Shut up. You have something? Shut up. Yeah. You? Nothing? Good. All right. Let the women talk. It was, (laughs) she is old Lyanna Mormont, or Lyanna is like young uh, Queen of Thorns. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Uh, As far as book-ended, strong, sharp Tongue women. Book ended on lifespan. <laughs> yeah. Book ended on yeah. Uh, areas. Yeah, areas in Westeros. Book ended um, on sides of the war. Yeah, uh, I love it. Yeah, uh, Elena's great. Oh, so she good. she did make that scene tolerable. Yeah, and she's basically like, nope, I'm out for blood. Yeah. So blood. the the deal where deal there was that Dorne invited Elena mm-hmm. to. Um, to Dorne, <laughs> the mm-hmm. Sand Snakes, mm-hmm. uh, Alaria and uh, her band of snakes uh, have invited... We are band of snakes! <laughs> yeah. Have invited her to Dorne to discuss, um, I guess, joining forces. Not I guess, to join forces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she says that I'm not interested in... Uh, in survival. Oh, you know, yeah, survival. I want... She wants revenge. Yeah, her- and then we see the bald silhouette of... Varys. The spider. Yeah, man. Uh, arriving uh, at that little uh, brunch. Mm. And... Uh, what if there are just multiple Veri? I tweeted earlier as a joke that he's the prestige. Uh, the, the, <laughs> he has a twin? Yeah, well, that there's just like a, a a ditch full of old used Veri. <laughs> uh, they don't know what to do with them. 
It's like the Stepford Wives. I'm sorry if uh, you haven't seen The Prestige, but that's the the gist of it, that he gets Spoiler. from one place to another. He doesn't really get from one place to another. Uh, he's duplicated. Mm. Um, it's So what is your theory? Or mm. is that it, that there are Varai? Well, so when I saw him on the ships in the last scene, uh, one of my first thoughts was, that can't be Varys. So... If it's not, who else could it be? A faceless man? Yeah. You know? It mm-hmm. could be, you know, um, our buddy saying, like, oh, I don't I don't want it to be over, Arya. I'm going to follow you back to Westeros. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, at this point, the fan theories overall throughout this, throughout this season... Uh, at least from what I've what, what I've read and the different ones that we've even kind of thrown out there that we didn't pull from Reddit or anywhere else, are too clever. Mm. So I'm willing to bet that that at this point that that is Barris. Yeah. And that they were just like, we get an episode. We can't just show him traveling. Or season seven, we get uh, we get a moment where. Uh one of the Varys spills something on his jacket, walks out of the room. Uh, real Varys comes in, and it's just you know minutes of like yeah, in Varys, and out of door Varys comedy. Varys is invited to. He's asked out on a date by two two different women, and the only way that he can do this is if another Varys uh, helps him out. All right, Mike. I'm going to take over the host responsibilities and end this bit. <laughs> but, but then, then Tyrion somehow finds out. Um, cool. All right. Uh, so, fire and blood is one of the last things he says. That, mm. So that they are joining forces, and we. I think I said this in the last the last episode that I felt that Barris was headed to Dorne mm-hmm. to work something out for Danny. Yeah. I did not anticipate Elena sure. being there in the least. Well, it makes sense. Uh, you know, Highgarden and Dorne uh, have been, you know, they share a border, so they, they've been fighting for centuries over, like, you know, land uh, disputes, and there's always been a lot of contention between those houses. Mm-hmm. So it's it's significant that these two houses are now coming together and especially given recent events yeah because word traveled so fast i'm not sure what reached Dorne first news of uh what happened in king's landing or varus right but nobody knows <laughs> yeah it's weird what gets around westeros and what does not yeah um throttle and the ravens somebody's like <laughs> yeah so we have uh we have our landing point, you know. We, this the the fleet is going to end up at Dorne, as you and you know we've talked about. Yeah, the predictions look like they're pretty pretty accurate. Yeah, Dorne makes sense, you know. It's the right staging point. And they're just going to march march north. We'll see. Yeah, we'll chat a little bit more about that when it when it uh, comes up in a moment. Um, cool. So, anything else on on Dorne? We'll have a little bit more shortly, but anything else on the scene itself? We didn't really get anywhere in the scene other than saying, yeah. we're going to work together. Yeah. You know? Okay, move on. 
uh, to the Riverlands. Uh, mm-hmm. We had a quick scene with Bronn and Jamie. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the deal there? Because I don't really... There was so much this episode. I don't really have anything on that. I think Bronn was like, uh, you get all the girls, I bet. And he's like, nope, just my sister. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so it was more or less just another more comedic comedic moments well i thought it was interesting you know the way the that who we learned later is aria is like looking at him it's you know i kind of had like the the sneaking suspicion like oh this is you know i didn't really expect to see aria show up in westeros i kind of half expected but um yeah yeah it was it, that that conversation was fluff you know yeah it's just here you go Bron. go hook up with these girls yeah uh, and, uh, Walder Frey, Walder Frey there, uh, complaining about the lack of company, I guess. Uh, he didn't want to eat alone, uh, asking where people are. Well, we're missing out on the, the conversation that Jamie and Walder Frey had, which was an interesting one. It was. Um. It's like, why, why do we need you if every time you get in trouble, we have to come save you? Yeah. Uh, it just shows, it shows while Jamie is, um kind of like experimenting with diplomacy he's still kind of a brash kind of character who says sure. just says what you know, he's not tywin lannister he's not he's not the uh i don't know i could see Ty, especially the way in which Frey was pushing his limits a little bit hmm. uh i could absolutely see tywin kind of saying something very similar sure but tywin says it from a place of like I pretty much ruled the Seven Kingdoms for most of my life, so yeah. you're a fucking piece of shit. Yeah. Whereas Jamie's just like, "I'll kill you with my left hand if I have to, you motherfucker." No one, no one fears the phrase. No they one fears the Lannisters. No, not with those dumb hats they wear. <laughs> yeah, uh, I saw. I did see something on the internet that they just kept comparing them to the uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail soldiers, and it's pretty similar. Oh, the uh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty similar. They have coconuts instead of horses. That's yeah. true. I mean, um, so yeah, Frey is complaining that uh, some of his people aren't there, and the uh, servant girl uh, mm-hmm. is like, "Yeah, yeah, they are. Where? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're here. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't see them. Mm-hmm. Well, they're here. What? Where are they? I don't say what. What's going on? Yeah. Um, this is actually borrowed from a different. It, it's kind of re." Um, reused from the books in a different situation uh, where Lord Manderley, right? We saw M- Lord Manderley at the end of the episode here. At the, at the Winterfell, yeah. But in the books, he's this huge, fat man who, like, can't even walk on his own. He's, like, carried around in a litter. He's got a motorized cart. Yeah, of White Harbor, correct? The Manderleys are White Harbor. I'm not even sure. They're in the north, and yeah. they, they live in, like, a harbor city, so they kind of And it's have- white. Yeah, I believe it's white. <laughs> white Harbor. It's not a very diverse city, if you know what I mean. Uh, but his... Uh, As opposed to the West... The, his the children, West his sons were killed at the Red Wedding. And he later becomes, like, once uh, the Boltons take over the Winterfell, mm-hmm. he kind of has to go there to pledge his loyalty to them. Mm-hmm. And on the way there, he makes a, like... He, like, ambush... He has his men ambush a couple of the Frey kids and then puts them in a pot you know, like in the stew that's served for yeah, it's dark it's dark made of people 
a yeah. finger. That was yeah. like a, that was a whole finger. We didn't really. Yeah, I mean, uh, that that Arya must have just left that hole in there because everything else was pretty pretty mm-hmm. well. <laughs> there's no other explanation for uh, how intact that one finger <laughs> to so me. Who were the two? Who were his two sons? It was Black Walder and another Walder yeah. sp- spawn. But we did meet Black Walder um, in season three. Yeah. He was one of the people that was sent out from the twins to parlay with the Stark army. Um, and I believe they, they like escorted Catelyn into the twins to, you know, when she made that deal that you'll, you'll marry one of the Freys mm-hmm. in, you know, in exchange for crossing. Exchange for crossing. And in the books, Black Walder's like, kind of he's a bastard and he's a real dick too on top of being a bastard he's like real shrewd and like yeah. says like well you know you shouldn't have fucked some other girl maybe then no 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 you're like okay well you're talking to Catelyn Stark now buddy you better yeah. bite your tongue but he doesn't so him getting put in the pie is is fitting it's okay. fun yeah uh and maybe the guy who killed Catelyn Slitterthroat we've seen oh. him a couple times this season yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not sure who that is. We'll find out and we'll talk about it on Tuesday. Who cares about the um, phrase, honestly? Yeah, but... Uh, honestly. Honestly. Uh, Ari is in Westeros. Back in Westeros after a full season and doing damage. <laughs> Pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, that like psycho killer face she had at the end where she's just like, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Mm, the blood. I think the the odds are good for a, a re-teaming. Arya Sander? And Arya and the Hound. Oh, yeah. man. He's still running around the Rulands. Yeah, this is true. And he's still... We we left him, we left him looking for vengeance. Mm. Um, well, no, he was actually... We, we had saw, saw him with the Brotherhood, right? <laughs> I think if they do meet again, he'll try to kill her for not killing him. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't uh, kill me. I'll kill yeah. you for not killing me. That's right. The last time we saw him, he was with uh, the Brotherhood without banners. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Maybe she meets up with with them. You know. Oh yeah. Well, you a know, a lot of possibilities. She could end up at the top of the ire, the the ire, ire, the eerie, eerie. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. Next episode, you never know. Yeah. Um, well, the the one interesting thing, one of the interesting things is now this leaves a power vacuum. You know, the the phrase Walter Frey has had so many wives and so many children that most of his children aren't sure. They're, nobody's very clear about the line of secession. Like mm-hmm. who is next? And so, and this house is already a pretty weak house to begin with. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're just going to tear each other apart. Is what I well, predict. I mean, going to tear each other apart, sure. But also, she took care of several people, if not more, from what we can tell. Mm-hmm. Um, Edmir is probably going to get freed. Um, well, he's up at the uh, up at River Run, I guess. Is he? Uh, no, they oh, said, no, they said he's back in the cell. He's in right? the cell, so yeah. Arya might just open up that door for him. But he's a yeah, he lily livered piece of shit anyway. Yeah, he's gonna need to redeem himself a little bit, I think. Yeah. Um, but I gotta think that Arya's headed back to to Winterfell. She might have some some names to cross off her list first. <laughs> She's like, well, while Ooh, I'm yeah, while I'm so here, they're still up there. I mean. The Kingslayer is on her list. Is he? Yeah. Because hmm. back in episode one, or I'm sorry, season one, you know, he's he's how Eddard breaks his leg. Yeah. Right? Because word gets back that Tyrion's been 
kidnapped by Catelyn, and Jamie does does what Jamie does best and rushes into things mm-hmm. and uh, kills Eddard's uh, serving men mm-hmm. and injures Eddard in the process. Yeah. Well, he didn't injure Eddard. Um, one of his men speared him in the in the leg, mm-hmm. uh, and then Jamie called off the fight, if I remember correctly, mm. because it wouldn't have been a fair fight at that point because mm. he was wounded. Yeah, they have a history, yeah. those two. And it's also probably because uh, he pushed Bran out a window, if he's on the list. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but only few people know that. Like, know it, know it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just looking forward to a season seven, at least the scene, with Sansa, John. And Arya and Bran. Wow, yeah. The <laughs> R.I.P. Rickon. Damn. Yeah. We haven't even had time to be like No. no <laughs> there's too much other shit. Sorry, Rickon. Yeah. You and now his plot has ended. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh all right. Let's uh keep it moving. Let's move on to Winterfell. Oh boy. Uh I mean, we usually order these in terms of big things that happened. And I'll be damned if uh, all of these should not be... These last ones should just be all together. Um, but we can't. So, Winterfell it is. Uh, Whew, king in the North. There's a new King in the North. You know? Yeah. King in the North. It's like... Ooh, Sansa's... Sansa's pride might get in the way here. And Littlefinger's feet... No. He's stoking that fire, though. Like... He's a bastard. He's not a Stark. You're the only Stark now. Yeah. I feel like she's gonna. Yeah, I feel like again, once again, Jon Snow put in a position that he did not ask for, thrust into greatness mm-hmm. yet again. Um, and know, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's a little bit of the 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 old old way, the you know the patriarchy. You know, yeah, it has to be the king. Couldn't be the queen. Uh, I mean, as far as the, the stoking, uh, with Littlefinger, I don't know. I think, I think Sansa is, is going to be good with this. Um, I think she's, I think Littlefinger himself is the one that's not going to be good with this. Uh. Yeah, because he doesn't have. He just said. He doesn't have anything for Jon Snow. He doesn't have any way to play Jon Snow. Jon Snow doesn't, he doesn't have anything Jon Snow wants. Right. Um, so. Maybe. He just said. Which a lot of us talked about, and we're like, even last week, I think we're like, no, Littlefinger doesn't want to be on the Iron Throne. He wants to be behind the Iron Throne. He wants, he wants to, you know, mm. you know, be have his hands in everything. Mm. You're wrong. <laughs> uh, he clearly said, I, I've had the same image, mm-hmm. uh, and it's me and you on the Iron Throne. You know, I mean, it was kind of like he added her on that dream. <laughs> He's like, I've yeah. always dreamed of me sitting on the Iron Throne, and. Uh, and you're there too. And you, and you, and you were by my side. Um, and you were there, and, and you were there. Yeah. And you were there. Uh, so I thought that in itself was pretty big. And right now, it would kind of be easier for him to do than some others. Well, actually, maybe up until the end of that episode. Um, because up until the end of that episode, People weren't really rallying behind behind John, but yeah. God love her, Lyanna Lyanna Mormont got up, <laughs> called a people a bunch of bitches, yeah. 
<laughs> and, uh, and where were you, Lord Manderley? Yeah. And where were you, Lord Glover? Yeah. Like, dude. Yep. Fucking ten-year-old just slapped you down. Yes. I loved it. It was Several so... So fucking great. There is uh, uh, House Mormont knows only one king and goes by the name of Stark. The North remembers. We remember. You bitches forgot. Boom. Um, and then they uh, they were like, yeah. Hey, what, what did he, one of them say? He's like, she's a little bit of a she's you know a little <laughs> she didn't rough say the it edges. very nicely, <laughs> but she's but right. she wasn't wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Um, well, yeah. Uh, well, it's interesting that I keep using that word. It's actually a little distressing when we look at there aren't that many Lords of the North up there. You know, the Boltons line is kaput. The Karstarks kaput. The Umbers kaput. Kaput. <laughs> Kaputski. Yeah. It's done. See, finished. Yeah. The through. <laughs> um, but seriously, the North has taken a fucking beating. Yeah. They've been fighting against each other. Um, I mean, you might have some... You, you'll have some remnants of... You'll have the small folk, as they call them in the books, uh, mm. of of all these houses who really, you know, they're not fighting men. They're women and children, mostly, and older older men, mm-hmm. older women. That They're just like, we're fucked. You know, like, everybody took all the harvest to go fight and all the young men to go fight, and none of them came back. And now there's civil war in the north, and now... Winter is here, you know. Winter is mm-hmm. here, and the, there's a lot of mouths to feed, and there's not a lot of fighting men. So, the, while the North has finally become united, it is precariously weak. Yeah. So without the without the veil, they're next to nothing at the moment. Yeah, the veil is a is a very huge uh, boost in their in their men in their fighting force. Yes, Peter. Uh, Baelish said, uh, I proclaimed uh, allegiance to House Stark. Uh, <laughs> and Sans is like... All over. Yeah. It's like, yeah, heard it. Yeah. Heard it. How, you, how many people have you proclaimed allegiance to? And yeah. how many times have you fucked them? Did I mention that in my dream, you were there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, that's the, that's the classic little finger. You know, he's like doing the whole like, oh, look over here, this shiny thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, he gives a little bit of the truth. Like, yeah, he does want to rule. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's only giving her that that little bit. He doesn't say how. He doesn't say. He's a, uh, he's shysty. He's yeah. Uh, Davos. Mm. Davos and... Uh, and Mel and mm, John, my boy, yeah, just throws, just throws her that little stag, that wooden stag, and what a catch! Boom. She it was like, uh, did you ever see Awakenings? Mm-mm. Uh, all right, well, check out Awakenings. Next bit, yeah, to get my <laughs> joke. Uh, God damn it! Uh, oh wait, that's the one with uh, Robin, no, Robert De Niro. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it. And Robin Williams and Robert. They're De Niro. Um, comatose patients. <laughs> they put one on med- medication. Oh, oh that bit. Uh, they put one on medication. And it wakes them up. Uh, and uh, they throw like a baseball at one of these comatose patients and they're just like, snap, got it. And, um, yeah, they line them up across from each other and they just throw it back and forth <laughs> for a little bit. It's, yeah, I remember that. Okay. Uh, all Thanks, right. Mike. Yep. Thanks for <laughs> Check out Awakenings at your local blockbuster. Um, all right. Great scene. Mm. Awesome. Mel gets the boot. Well, yeah. So what's going to happen with her? She's headed south. 
What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. Maybe she's going to make her way to, to Dorne. Maybe run into a, a, a north-marching Dothraki horde. I feel like we... Season 7. Yeah, there's... I mean, she would be... She's going to find Gendry. <laughs> God. Let's have sex and make a shadow baby. Um, well, she would... I mean, she, that's that's the thing that she said. It's like... The Lord of Light brought you back to life, Jon Snow. So, you know, I fucked up in the past. <laughs> and by fucked up, I mean burned a innocent child at the stake. Alive. Ugh. Um, but she's like, but somehow you're here. So that's telling me that I still have a purpose to serve here. And that there is power in this God that I worship. Mm -hmm. So wherever she ends up, she has the potential to be of, you know, like significant use, Mm -hmm. like could turn the tide of multiple different, you know, conflicts that are happening. Yeah. I kind of feel like we might see her meet back up with, uh, Thoros of Mir, maybe band of brother, uh, band of brothers. (laughs) Yeah. Brotherhood without banners. Tom Hanks, band of brothers. Um, the brother without banners. Local blockbuster. (laughs) Uh, yeah, so she's like, uh, she's a very conflicting character. I think we're all, uh, you're on, you're safe to, to hate her. You know, it's very easy to be, like, feel on the side of being right to hate Melisandre. Yeah. She's a fanatic. She's devoted. Um, and she is, she's really not afraid to die. You know, she's like, in that way, it's, there's an admiration for someone who's so devoted to their cause that, their life is forfeit and they will, you know, if the, if it's for furthering their cause, they will absolutely do it. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's what happened with all them sparrows, but, yeah. uh, it's, it's conflicting. Davos really wanted, he's like, let me execute her now. Please let me kill her. And he's not wrong either. Yeah. John was like right south, but if you ever come back here, you're dead. And then as she's walking away, Davos is like, "Hey, uh, what he said, but I'm gonna say it again. If you ever come back here, I'm gonna do it." Yeah, it'll be me. Yeah, me. And then he showed his little nubby hands. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Stannis cut off his hand, his fingers on the left hand, so he can still wield the sword. Yeah. Ah, oh, Davos, my man. Mel can find Stannis. He lives. He lives another season. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he does. Oh God, I was so yeah. worried for him. And uh, he is. No, we have. As far as hands go, mm. we have. <laughs> speaking of Davos, as far as hands Ew. go, um, Tyrion. Tyrion and Kyburn. Fucking Kyburn. Mm. Keep it. I'm just going to keep my head down and. Mm. Just do what I'm asked. Do what mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, I'm asked to do, uh, and uh, what mm. do you know? But we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, I, I would definitely see Stat, uh, or I'm sorry, Davos being hand yet again to another king. At this point, who there? Who else would it be? Right. You know, I mean, it's got to be Davos. Uh, Could be. I mean, no, it would definitely not be Tormund. No, no, Torment's not <laughs> going to be Hand of the King. Come on. <laughs> it would be fun. It would be such a fun dynamic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Davos is definitely the man for that job. Yeah. Let me see your resume. Um, 
Well, I've been hand several times. Well, <laughs> yeah. this is the one, really, but yeah. Uh, my last king was killed. Uh, says here you started. Talk about that. Says here you started as a smuggler, and your most recent position was hand of the king. Well, that's impressive. <laughs> You've climbed that ladder pretty high. <laughs> yeah, pretty quickly at that. Um, all right. So then, let's move on to kings. Landing, not much going on. No, pretty like more like yeah, ugh, slings kings, landing, kings like landing, lay in a sling. Yeah, yeah, Bland, kings landing. That's better. <laughs> yeah, that was better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, shit, man. So we're readying for trial. Uh, and as we're watching, I was I was thinking like, are we seriously gonna just so slow? So slow, just show everybody getting ready for the trial, and just gonna do this and. No. Mm-mm. No, we're not. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Um Pretty quickly. Loris rolled over like a dead fish. Come on, Loris. <laughs> He's like, I did it, and, I, and I'm, I'm sorry I did it, and I, I won't do it again, and... Someone made a wish that he couldn't tell a lie. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's like when, when Jim Carrey gets pulled over in Liar Liar, um, do you know why I pulled you over? How long were you following me? <laughs> I sped. I drove too fast. I changed lanes without signaling. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, liar, liar. Check, Check it out at your local, local blockbuster. blockbuster. Yeah. Uh, so there's a bunch of little birds floating around. Oh, uh, A bunch yeah. of little birds. And this is this was like, so, this was pretty creepy. It was like Village of the Damned level, weird, like Children of the Corn yeah. type stuff, uh, yeah. the way that this was shot. And this, by the way, was directed by the same person that directed... Hard Home mm. and Battle of the Bastards. Mm. I think his name was like Miguel Sapochnik. Sopo- well, that's pretty cool. I mean, that's a good. That shows diversity in his his ability as a director because Hard Home and All battles. Battle of yeah. the Bastard there were huge huge battles. Yeah, this is a much more uh, like politically intrigue political intrigue themed episode. Yeah, for most parts. Yeah, I mean, as far as scale goes, mm. uh, this seems to be the guy to get. Yeah, he's been kicking ass. Yeah. What's his name? Miguel Sapochnik, I think. uh, We'll correct it on Tuesday, but I think that's pretty close. Cool, cool. Um, He's uh, doing some pretty great work. So, yeah, little birds floating around. Yeah. uh, And uh, Picel gets... So happy. Yeah, man. Uh, After he gets done screwing a... uh, (laughs) Come on, Picel. Do you have any more money? <laughs> no, no. I'll pay you later. Steve, I've got urgent business. I have a Fig Newton <laughs> yeah. in the meantime. and What's a Fig Newton? Hand me my teeth. Um, so he gets a uh, little bird whispers uh, in the ear, says that oh, he's the king, basically... The king needs you yes, in, yeah. in the murder chamber. <laughs> yeah, the king needs you <laughs> in the monster's lair. <laughs> monster's lair? Ooh. Why would the king be... Okay, I'll be right there. Where are you? <laughs> <laughs> and then he farts. <laughs> During his death scene, there should have been... <laughs> Some... Yeah. <laughs> oh, Paiso. Each time he gets stabbed. <laughs> All right. Uh, there it is. There's the, there's the annoyance. Edit point. Um, yeah, the edit point. All right. Um, so, also, Lancel catches one. Oh, yeah. I did see one tweet. I can't remember who it was at this point. Um, uh, not one of our sweet tweets, which we'll get to later, but uh, you get a shanking. You get a shanking. You get a shanking. <laughs> <laughs> which was pretty much King's Landing uh, up until Kaboom. Um, 
Well, yeah, the, I, I love um, the whatever the music was playing under. Yeah. At a certain point, it was just like, oh yes, we know it was a like, that was a montage, right? Would it be considered a montage? We saw it was a slow moving montage, but a yeah. montage nonetheless. So we had Picel, we had Lancel, um, we had the the uh, Sept of Baylor, mm-hmm. right? And all these things going on at once. And Marjorie's just like, yo, dum-dum, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Why do you think she's not here and we're all here? Hi, Sparrow. We in danger, girl. Uh, we <laughs> and, gotta go. And the Faith Militant violating so many fire hazard codes, you know? Yeah. You can't block an exit to a building yeah. like that. This yeah. is why. Yeah. Um, Unacceptable. Yeah. Uh... High Sparrow wasn't... He's not paying attention at all. He, he, he is very smug. Uh, well, if she doesn't show up, then she's going to be sentenced she's either way. Guilty. So either way, I win. No, you mm-hmm. jackass. You dumb-dumb. She knows... You don't know Cersei. ...what's going... She knows the, the consequences of not being here, and she's not here. The king's not here. We should not be here. Let's get the fuck out. Uh, oh. So Marjorie goes to scoop up uh, Loras, uh, and... Can we backtrack? Yeah. Because I thought we were going to see the mountain, like, rip out Toman's throat and yeah. heart. Yeah. <laughs> when, yeah. He, when he's like, you're not going anywhere. Yeah. I was waiting for just, like, the next thing to be a fist through his skull. Totally waiting for that to yeah. happen. Uh, and that was that was pretty funny in itself, because that was, like, the third time that someone knocked on the door uh, and said, hey, uh... Mr. Tommen, I'm not kid- going. I'm not going. Leave me alone. Your mom, your mom's up. She's she's gonna be on soon. I don't care. And then his third knock is uh, <laughs> all right. Fine, I'll go. Guys, Blat. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, Mountain, hmm. Mountain doing some damage. Yeah. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about him. But the uh, he keeps Tom in there. Pycelle's done, Lancel's stabbed, but Lancel's still alive. So there is still hope. Right. There is still yeah. there is still hope because he sees that we're in the, the cavern of uh, wildfire. Uh, um, I'm pretty sure that was Ecto Cooler in those yeah, casks. It was the ooze from uh, <laughs> that the turtles wandered on to. Um, and he sees that they have this intricate candle set up. Oh, man. <laughs> That's like the throw my cigarette in the oil. Yeah. Yeah, I guess they couldn't get any of the the little birds to just like just one of you stay here with the sword just in case anybody comes comes by. But I'm sure that safe passage was part of the part of the deal here. Um, but yeah, Kyron weaponized these dude. Weaponized these kids, dude. Okay, so the wildfire, the properties of the wildfire, you know, in the book. And I, we saw a little bit of it, you know, in the Battle of uh, Blackwater Bay. It doesn't. It doesn't stop burning yeah. until whatever it's on is completely gone. So, this expl- the size of this explosion, like King's Landing, should be on fire for like days or weeks, and it will spread. Like this, this would this should encompass much more than just the Sept. The amount of wildfire that was there. Um, like me being the the nerd that I am, I'm like 
Um, I, I think you blew up half the city, Star City. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, if we don't see uh, Season 7, Episode 1, most of King's Landing burned to ashes, <laughs> I'm done. That fire should still be happening. Nah, I don't think that... Uh, I think it's pretty much as is. Yeah, I, I mean, whatever. Uh, there, there are other things to quibble about. Um, what was really cool was seeing the High Sparrow, like, kind of just ascend into heaven. He sure did, Dematerialize, yeah. like... Yeah. He was just yeah. he was in the he was in a he, teleporter. He got ghosted. <laughs> like just the, the just it really was like a like a teleporter. It looked like uh in um he he looked like he turned into one of the ghosts ghost army guys <laughs> from Return of the King. Mm-hmm. That was, was pretty great. Um but yeah, just the look on his face at when he realized like, "Oh, I should have listened to her." But he wouldn't they wouldn't have gotten anywhere. They wouldn't yeah. have gotten very far away. There's not, yeah. It's, I mean, like because that was not just the Septa Baylor. That was at least a four or five block radius around it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would not have gotten uh, out of there if, if we're following time, which the show at this point isn't necessarily explaining very well. <laughs> and I'm I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, but that explosion. You you want to talk about big deaths in this in this show? That was Mace Tyrell. I mean, aside from all the uh, people that were there, Mace Tyrell, mm-hmm. Loras Tyrell, mm-hmm. the High Sparrow, uh, all of the the sparrows that were there, Marjorie, Marjorie Tyrell. Tyrell um, I'm God. I'm so, so glad. How many like sent out. people of court? People of the court, you know, there yeah. too. Yeah, um, Lancel. Uh, in that explosion, uh, I hope a good amount of those little birds did make it out. But yikes! There's going to be extra candied plums for some of you. Yeah, so glad Alana made it out. <laughs> so glad she took that little drawing right. to heart. <laughs> I wonder what Marjorie's game plan was to like regroup after the trial and like you know. Mm-mm. Nope. Oh. Uh, I know that David and Whitney aren't here, but we do have to make a big shout out to Cersei's fashion. <laughs> yeah, the Queen of Pop. <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally yeah. taking some MJ style with yeah. that like black with the silver shoulder pads and the chain mm-hmm. across the chest. Like I was wondering, what if she just moonwalked out of one of the scenes? Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Down, right, right down uh, the set. <laughs> up to the right before it explodes. Up to the up to the Iron Throne, she just moonwalks yeah. <laughs> up the steps and sits down. Yeah, uh, and anyway. all of this uh, took a pretty quick and hard toll on uh, Taman. Taman. Yeah, took Dude, a swan dive. That long shot of the window was like, there's no, there's nothing else that could happen. And no. he's gonna just. He's. I thought he was gonna run, get get a running. Um, and mm. jump, mm. but he just kind of went up there and and kind of. The sad thing is, he was the dove. best. He was the best of them. He was the only Lannister that had any kind of really like chance of being a good person. Yeah. Uh, well, and his sister. Marcella. Why wouldn't Cersei anticipate? Or at this point, I guess she just doesn't care. I don't uh, think but why she... wouldn't she anticipate? him doing anything like that's that's suicide watch well listen listen she knew that she was going to have to be the power 
regardless whether he was there or not. Right. And I think for her, she she was saying, listen, if, if you're too weak that you can't handle this, what has to happen, then you don't need to be here. So it, in that way, yeah. I, I think if he didn't kill himself, she it would be very clear that the dynamic of their relationship would be, you're going to do what I say, okay? Yeah. All right? Do you see what I did to your girlfriend? Do you see what I did to your <laughs> yeah. new buddy? Yeah. Yeah. They're gone. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, send in the mountain, have him collect all the sharp objects, <laughs> uh, the sheets. Take the bleach out from under yeah. the cabinet. <laughs> Safety-proof uh, the, the cabinets. Uh, yeah. And and outlets. No, I feel like I feel like they're in a. What it seemed to me was like he was dead to her, kind of in that moment where he canceled the trial by combat. Yeah, she was kind of like, oh, oh, okay. Yeah, uh, didn't really need the scene with the uh, the septa. It would have been. Hang on one second. Okay. It would have been very. It's nice that she saved him. Uh, ultimately, he kills himself. But it would have been pretty dark, I guess, if... She let him be there? She let him be there, yeah. Well, he was supposed to be there. Right. So... Yeah, you're right. She did send Gregor to stop him. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, Put a couple guards on, dude. Whatever. He's cray. Um, oh, yeah, Kevin Lannister was there. Oh, yeah. Uh, and to quote Elena... You've done this, you've done this wrong, you fucked up here, you fucked up there. What are you going to do? Kill them all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she was she like, did. oh, I guess I could do that. Yeah. Yeah, I've th- that's what I'll do. No, no, dear. I was just speaking <laughs> extemporaneously. I was just saying, you know, uh, it's just something people say. No, no. I'm going to kill everyone. It's not, no. No, you're right. You were right. <laughs> no, it's not. It wasn't a suggestion. Yeah, no. Oh, you're the worst. I'm getting out of here. <laughs> I'm going to this rose place that someone drew. <laughs> Rose. Um, um, yeah, Scepter Unella. You wanted to complain about that? I just didn't really need the scene. Didn't need it. I mean, it seems so petty. Like, she literally just burned hundreds of people. And now it's like, by the way, I still hold a grudge. Remember? Um, and then she kind of, like, said, Here you go, Gregor. Here's a, here's a treat for you. Which uh, possibly comes close <laughs> to Hunter's... Uh, Stone Cold Lock, which was the mountain will eat a person. Was it um, to be this season? It was for this season. Didn't get there. The mountain will eat a person. Um, I don't know. I'm prepared to give him some points for the distinct possibility uh, she's getting chomped on. Ooh, I would definitely keep it open. I think it's a real possibility. Uh, I think. He took his mask off. Yeah, I think he's about to get some like quality time. Yeah. I think it's going to be... It's going to be a long, hard road for Septa Ulena. Yeah, he doesn't need to take his mask off to... <laughs> no, no, uh, keep the mask on. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't need to take his mask off to kind of break legs or, you know, smush toes uh, or whatever. I think he, I think he's he's doing some chomping. No, I think he's probably raping her. Oh, God. I didn't even want to think of that. That wasn't your first thought? <laughs> no. Well, the character of Gregor That's Cogain, what he does. he's yeah. like a murderer and a rapist. And a rapist, you know, yeah. Right? So that makes... Uh, that's logically what makes sense to me for his character, not for me But, as I mean, person, now that you said that, it's most likely... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucked up. And she's like, oh, today? Oh, no. You're not dying oh, today. No. 
<laughs> Today, <laughs> you sweet child. I didn't need to like shame, 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 shame. <laughs> uh, I'm fine with that. Shame. I'm fine with that. She's a fucking mad queen. She, she just had. A, she should have had a bell if she was going to do it. You know, mm-hmm. should have been walking around with a bell. <laughs> just carrying around the bell the whole time. <laughs> ding, ding. Just from the very beginning of the episode, just she keeps dinging. What's going on there? Um, so yeah, Mountain removes his masks. Uh, come on, um, bury him, uh, burn him, and then bury him where the sept was. Mm. Yikes! Yeesh. He was. He wanted to be a holy king. And Kyburn, hand of the queen, hand of the queen, crowns Cersei. Mm, a new crown. Did you think at the end of this season we were going to see Cersei on the Iron Throne? I didn't. No, uh, no, I did not. And I didn't even see that being a possibility after doing what she did. Yeah, well, I mean, again, a vacuum needs to be filled, and when that kind of like she's she's shrewd and she's ruthless. She's not the smartest uh, player in the game, but she, when when people around her underestimate the lengths that she's willing to go, she she goes there, and people are like caught off guard. Yeah, and so yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I gotta give it. I gotta tip my hat to her. That was some badass fucking scheming. Yeah, and she came out on top. And then we had that moment where Jamie comes in. Mm-hmm. So much. Well, yep. it was him and Bronn arriving, and they see the the, the, the smoke, just everything up yeah. in, in flames and smoke. Uh, and he's like, uh, double time, let's go. <laughs> um, another one that took the, the express express train. Um, yeah, why not? And well, yeah. you see what happens is at a certain points of the King's Road... There are those like moving sidewalks, so <laughs> yeah. they can just—it's like mo- yeah, it's double time. Yeah, you know? uh, so he he gets there and yeah, he does not—he just like what the fuck is happening? Where's my son? Where's the sept? What's going on? Right, my pets' heads are falling off. Right, so Jamie book Jamie is at a point in his like journey. He's a little bit more of a complex character in the books, and he's been on a road for redemption i don't think he's really been on the road to redemption in the show a whole lot um but this could be a point where he breaks with cersei i i would think it would have to be i don't know though like i it's from the the writing of the character in the show he's like i wouldn't be surprised if he was just like okay i'm with you i don't care i'm with you and that to yeah. me is like it's it's not an unbelievable thing for this character to do that we've seen so far. Yeah, um, it's all it would be a new kind of thing for him to be like, I'm done, I'm done with you. So I don't know. I mean, if there's going to be something that causes that, I, I would think that it would be the the killing of hundreds of people. No, 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 no. Okay, he doesn't care. Like he he told Edmure, I will, I will. Strap your baby to a catapult and throw it over the walls <laughs> yeah. of River Run yeah. just so I can get back to my and sister I'll, quicker. I'll kill every Tully. Yeah, he so, doesn't. Yeah. The, the killing of hundred Toman might be might be a breaking point, you know, like a, a deal breaker for him. But she didn't kill Toman. 
But who will believe that? Isn't yeah. there? Well, isn't there also part of that prophecy? Uh, Maggie, the Frog Lady, or whatever her name is, uh, from Cersei, isn't part of the prophecy that the brother will kill her or something? Uh, part of the Winterfell story or the Northern story? Uh-huh. Tower of Joy. Yeah. R plus L equals J. I mean, Rhaegar plus Lyanna equals Jon Snow. Right. I they they showed everything except for the part where she whispered into his ear, yeah. which seemed to be unnecessarily sh- shrouding it. Still, it's like, well, we got the L confirmed here. Okay, we didn't get. I don't think we necessarily got the R confirmed here because he didn't. We didn't hear her say uh, unless it was just uh, stinky mm. sound system. I don't think. Uh, <laughs> All, all we really heard her say, whispering, was, "You must protect him. Promise me, you must protect him." Sure. So um, we, we know that it's we know that he's not John the is father. Liana's. Yeah, that John is Leon, uh, Liana's. Um, what do we know in the show of the whole Liana Rhaegar? Thing? Uh, as far as the show goes, it's just Robert. Was, it's just Robert Baratheon's ver- version of it, right? Yeah. He's like he kidnapped her and he raped her. Yeah. So we know that. So I feel like that's enough information right there to say, okay, this is Rhaegar's son. Okay. I mean, yeah. that, there's no reason. It's not like, oh, maybe she got knocked up by someone else. Like, no, it would. There's yeah. only there's only Rhaegar. Okay, yeah, uh, I can get behind that. Uh, so we can say that this is fully fully confirmed. But at the same time, there was some whispers that we didn't quite make out. Right. Sure. Which could only be. Like I'm, I love this man Rhaegar. Who, you know, even though he, you know, things were weird. Yeah, I loved him. And that she and this, wasn't kidnapped. This that child she was is there willingly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, and I guess for the points of dramatic heightening, we don't know that yet. You know, sure, I, we'll learn it. Cool. Um, anything you you wanted to go into? Um. Yeah, I'm I'm looking up uh, the 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 text. Um, All right, let's move on. Yeah, we're gonna move on to Marine. Marine, uh, where? Sorry, gold shall be their crowns and gold their shrouds. She said, and when your tears have drowned you, the Valencar shall wrap his hands around your pale white throat and choke the life from you. What is a Valencar? Pretty sure it's brother. In High Valerian, it means little brother. And she was born first. first. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> uh, cool. So, then let's move on to Marine. Um, Dario's getting the, uh, it's not you, it's me. Um, and I need you to stay here. I'm surprised that he would be left in charge of the city of Marine, honestly. Yeah. This just feels like a like we gotta end this somehow. We gotta get her out of Marine. Let's mm-hmm. just Who's the most Yeah. You know, they they shouldn't have they shouldn't have kicked Jorah out. I was it. joking last week that we would see a scene where she's just like handing keys over and be like, Okay, this is here, this is here, uh take care of things, I'll see you later, bye. And this was kind of it. It's exactly what happens. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. <laughs> Um, no mention of the other cities. No. Nah. Just like, 
uh, well, we sent a message. Yeah. And don't make me come back here. <laughs> yeah. I will turn these ships around. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, I don't know. It's 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 a it's a problem with the shows that I've that I I don't want to keep talking about, but I will keep talking about it. It's just too much, you know. It's just too much. Make it a twelve season show, guys. Why why put a definitive end on it? Why why bother yourself in? Um, yeah, just who cares? I really don't care. What's his name? Dario. Dario Naharis. Very forgettable character. Don't yeah. don't really care about him. And when he walked off the screen, for which I hope is the last time, I wasn't sad. No. Um, I'm a little disappointed as far as the Marine storyline goes that we we didn't see Jorah. We didn't see... We don't know where his uh, his uh, race for the cure is going. So will we see Essos in future seasons? What, what, what's, what's in Essos that will... I mean, there's the Iron Bank of Ravos, which we haven't... And that's not in Essos. ...heard from... Yes, it is. Bravos? So, Bravos is in Essos. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's over the sea. It's across the sea. That's, that, that's Essos. Yeah. Okay. All right. The free cities, um, all that is in Oh, Essos. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so... The Iron Bank. The Iron Bank has... <laughs> they still have a fucking... A bill. They're like, we got this bill for somebody... Cersei's obviously not one to play ball with them. She's so, not answering that call. She could wake up with an army on her doorstep. Yeah. Of of you know like you know the, she, the she second sons well and you know these wake up with several <laughs> armies on her doorstep. It is right. pretty reasonable to assume that at some point we're going to see a, a battle of the of the several armies. It's true. Um, it's true. So yeah, I mean, as far as Essos goes, what do we need to see? Uh, uh, is Old Town? No. No? It's monstrous. Okay. Um, Jor's, Jor's around there. Um, Karth. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to think, like, where he might go. Yeah. Uh, as far as uh, some some cure or whatever. Right. To, to, so Karth, he could go there. Um, Asai by the sea. Asai. Yeah. Asai. Um, which is where Melisandre is from, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. A shy. Still got to find out what those words were that Varys heard. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's... We wouldn't have gotten that little tidbit unless yeah, we'd find out. That's important. Um, so, no longer Slaver's Bay. It's the Bay of Dragons. Yeah. Bay of Dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Where is my bay? Um, Tyrion. Uh, how did he... He kind of says, like, how, so uh, how did Dario take the news? <laughs> Well, he didn't cry, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, and they had a nice little discussion. <laughs> Who, you know, like, I, I, I'm not going to do better than you, was basically his big argument. It was like, but you're the best, you're the best I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Such a dumb thing. Yeah. Such a dumb character. Such yeah. a dumb storyline. Uh, as far as uh, Tyrion and Danny. um, just a real nice scene. I loved it. Oh yeah. man, it was so heartfelt. Like I had this made up for you. It's it's not, you know, you deserve better. Uh, it's not an exact replica. Well, it's funny because I had made you. I had a crown made for you. <laughs> yeah, the gift of the magi. Or <laughs> yeah, I shaved my head for you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's so heartfelt. Yeah. Like he was like 
the first, you know, when he was hand of, when he was serving as hand for Tywin, he was kind of put in a situation to like fail mm-hmm. and, it, and didn't though. and didn't and didn't. Right. He succeeded and actually saved the city. Mm-hmm. So this time actually being given it for his merits, for his, uh, brilliance was like the first time Tyrion's ever really been paid a true compliment. I feel like in his life. Yeah. And that's pretty awesome and amazing yeah. for him. He is hand of the queen. Mm hmm. And Kyburn, <laughs> Kyburn, holy shit! Kyburn is uh, hand of the queen yeah, as queens, well. They got First some, of her name, Jesus. They got some hands going. What man. is happening? Got some hands. Uh, and then maybe Davos as uh, hand of the king. Oh yeah, hand of the king. Oh um, yeah, baby. Yeah. All right. And they're headed finally to yeah. Westeros. Yeah, they rallied the... F- they, they circled the wagons, and they are off. Yeah. With Theon, and uh, I think Yar was also on that ship. Were they all together on, yeah, I think on so, the ship? Yeah, um, All of them headed there. And Barris has... Uh, oh, my God. Maybe one of the Barrises. I just had an image. We're going to... We're going to see a really bad scene of Varys and Theon talking together. <laughs> yeah. It's going to just be like... The elephant in the room is the fact that... It'll be Yara cracking jokes. Uh, probably. Um, oh, you know what we, we could Oh, see? you don't have a cock either. You're just like my brother. You guys will get along fabulously. I mean, it's Varys, it's Theon, and a whole Grey bunch worm. of Unsullied. <laughs> yeah. um, so those, those three guys. <laughs> those three down down below. Uh, we, we, I think it's safe to say we will see that scene. Ugh, I'm cringing already. We will see it and we will I'm love it. I'm cringing already. Uh, the other thing is that I think we will see is a sea battle. Mm, yeah, because Euron is yeah. going to, you know, he's had, you know, what, like a month? He, that's enough time for a thousand ships to be built <laughs> sure. on in an this, island without any trees. In this world? Um, I think that'll be pretty awesome. Oh, yeah, that's going to be dope. And dragons and iron-born a fighting. Kraken, a kraken will come up. An They're going to drag oh, a kraken with them. That would be cool. Yeah, the iron-born fighting uh, the unsullied. That'll be cool. Yeah, it will. Be, it will be tough. I mean, the the iron. That's what they do. They're, yeah, there's uh, there's they're very adept at at sea fighting. So that will be sea warfare. The very first, I would think, the very first test for Daenerys and right. her and her army, um, and how she handles everything. Uh, and it will be before she before she even reaches Westeros. Yeah. Of yeah. course, that may not happen, but that would be awesome. Well, yeah. All it's right. Be good. Um, Anything Anything else on the episode overall? Are we already at the end? We are. Oh, man. Let's watch the episode again <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then and do another podcast. Yeah. Uh, that's what we do on Tuesday. <laughs> uh, oh, geez. We've got this. All the Starks are in, you know, on the main on the main continent again. Yeah. So reunions abound. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to the, the moment when Tyrion and Jon Snow meet again. Um, I don't know that that's going to happen because, yeah, the books aren't there yet. But just the friendship that they built in the short time they were together, I feel like there's going to be that's going to be what stops Daenerys from killing Jon Snow or something. Tyrion's going to be like, "No, I know this guy. Let me talk to him." <laughs> yeah, and she's 
Go, go get a drink. I'll be here. <laughs> so let me do. Listen, you don't have to burn and kill everyone. Yeah. What have I been telling you? Yeah. I'm not crazy. Um, that's gonna be really cool. But uh, overall, this this episode, I just I just need to watch this whole season again. Yeah. And everything that happened. Let's also remember. We didn't see one White Walker. I know. We didn't see we didn't the get, wall. Yeah. Well, we did. Uh, we, yeah, we forgot about Bran. No, we talked about what Bran's... Uh, oh, what his vision we talked about, the Tower of Joy. Right, but um, we didn't talk about... But we didn't ben, talk about Benjen. Benjen. Benjen, uh, Benjen's on... He's like, hey, see you later. I can't come through the wall. He can't come through the wall. He, he yeah. is dead. He's like... He is not living. He's... Yeah. Uh, this is this is where I leave in between. you. And... But he, he definitely makes it clear, like... Don't worry, I'll be back. Yeah. The, I have a part in this war. I'm dead, but I fight fight for the living. While I'm still, you know, while I still can fight, I'll fight. Yeah. Cool, Benjin. Thank you for... <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> yeah. So, uh... But now they don't have a horse. It's gonna be like, Mira's just going to drag him right, the rest yeah. of the way. <laughs> like, yeah, you can't find another horse. You couldn't, you know, drop us off a little bit closer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so... Yeah, Benjen. Benjen's going to be out there floating around doing his thing. Um, cool. Uh, let's go to Sweet Tweets. Then we will do winners and losers of this particular episode. We usually do a... Uh, I don't think it's going to be Tuesday. It's probably going to be next Sunday or the following Sunday. We'll do the SR Emmys, the Stark Raven Med Emmy Awards kind of thing, uh, where we go through and talk about the a bunch of really fun categories. Have we done this before? Yeah, this is the third or fourth, yeah. Oh, I missed um, it. <laughs> so uh, the 2016 SR Emmys will be coming up. A lot of really great categories. It's a lot of fun. Oh, boy. Probably one of, a, probably one of my favorite episodes to oh, do for well, this show. I'd like to do it. Cool. Uh, so uh, first sweet tweets. Let's go. Oh, wait. I don't know. David, uh, I'll give it my best. Not bad. You did no, not bad. You did them proud. Uh, from, I'm gonna say these two, these two are the sweet tweets. Uh, Taylivia Pope, uh, and that's at Sweet Tay Pie zero one zero four. Can they put a little weight on Theon next season? I know he probably has PTSD and stress, but he looked gaunt. <laughs> he do look gaunt. Uh, and from Desiree at Exo Mermaid Kisses, uh, find you someone. Find you someone that looks at you the way Sam looks at the books in the library. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, uh, congratulations to Taylivia Pope and Desiree. You are this week's Sweet Tweets. Sweet Tweets? (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Uh, So, let's go to winners and losers, Kevin. Who are your winners? Oh, my gosh. Winner. Um... Hmm. I feel like Cersei is the the obvious choice because she fucking murdered everyone and came out on top in that scenario. Jesus Christ! I gotta rewatch this episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like there's other winners out there. Um, who would I? Who, I'm gonna go with Liana Mormont. She's she's just the best oh i love her i love her i want to just put her in a backpack and carry her around she can like treating everybody stuff man oh so yeah she's my winner foe me my 62 men where were you bitches (laughs) (laughs) totally we we answered the call yeah we did the north remembers and house mormont remembers yeah oh yeah yeah and Mm. just that that Mm. moment just quickly 
was kind of getting away from John a little bit. Uh, like, hey, just so you know, the war's not over. Mm-mm. The war's just Mm-mm. beginning. Yeah. Uh, winter's here, and the guy that's coming, he's bringing the storm with him. And they were just like, blah, 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 blah. And she just, like, <laughs> stands up, maybe on a, maybe on a bench. Uh, it's like, assholes, pay attention. Uh, and then it quickly escalated to King of the North. Mm-hmm. So real quick, yeah, pretty great. So yeah, I'm giving it up to Liana Mormont as my winner. Um, I, I want to see her and Davos do like a buddy cop kind of thing. I feel like he'd be her and Davos would be he he could like bond with her like he did with Shireen. She could teach him some like advanced reading or mathematics. Just keeps calling her Shireen. <laughs> Just let me call you Shireen. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's not my name. Oh. Um, winner, Leanna Stark. Loser, Mormont. Leanna Mormont. Yeah, no, Leanna Stark was a loser in this episode. <laughs> loser, though, is gonna have to be House Tyrell. Like they were decimated. Decimated. You know, there's there's one more Tyrell son, I believe, in High Garden. Uh, he's a uh, cripple. He has the he has like a crippled leg. Was going to potentially marry Sansa mm-hmm. um, before she goes married to Tyrion, uh, but Olena has pretty much said, "Fuck it, my house. I don't care. I'm I'm just out for revenge." So I would say probably Olena is the loser, but House Tyrell in general. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, I am going to go, and yeah, this this episode is chock full of winners and losers. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is very tough. Um, but I'm going to go with, uh, loser Picel. Ooh. Maester yeah. Picel. Mm-hmm. Um, for obvious reasons, but. <laughs> Multiple stab he, wounds he from children. Fell, I mean, he fell so far over the last several seasons, and then he ends up getting killed by Children of the Corn. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, and getting shanked, like, mm. by several shanks. Uh, so, he, uh, Maester Picel. Uh, he is my loser Uh, and my winner on the flip side of that Kyburn who like they were in uh, what do you call it going in opposite directions for several seasons now and one ends up handed the king Mm. the one ends up with the tiny hands stabbing him Mm. Yeah, Kyburn has risen. That's fucking hand of the queen. That's that is ridiculous. Pretty tight, man. He's gonna. We were joking about it, but he could, he could just gonna start bringing people back. He's gonna start <laughs> rooting through the ashes of the sept. Oh no! For parts. I mean, he did show her Toman's smushed body. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she could have been like, "They're gonna weekend at Bernie's." See what you can uh, do. Can you, you know? Like, like a, like a meeting with your mechanic. You're like, I just don't want to like, it's my first car. I know it's a piece of shit. Just, can you just, can you just Just, overhaul it? I don't care. Throw some sunglasses on him and have him still give orders. (laughs) Um, yeah. So that's winners, losers. Weekend at Baylor's. Weekend, weekend at Baylor. Not bad. Uh, I guess that will, will do it for the general segments. Do you have anything coming up you want to plug? Me? Oh, yes, I do. What do you got? Well, if you're in Philadelphia, 
this Wednesday at 10 p.m. There will be a special show happening uh, at FIT. Uh, right after the nine o'clock block of Harold Knight, uh, the improv trio Beardo will be uh, getting together once again. We do it every six months or so. And so Dan Jaquette and Dennis Trafney will be in Philadelphia performing with myself. Come out, y'all. Cool. Uh, and that is at the Philly Improv Theater at mm-hmm. 2030 Sansom. You can go to Fit Comedy to check out more information on that show and also for classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, both Kevin and I are instructors at the theater, instructors and performers. Uh, and Free workshop tomorrow night. Woo-hoo. Yeah, he's got a free workshop tomorrow night. This will be up. So if you're in the Philadelphia area, check out fitcomedy.com. Classes are currently on sale for 199 bucks for an eight-week course. So check it out. Uh, as for me, aside from the Fit stuff... Uh, you can go to MikeMarbach.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at MikeMarbach. And you can see uh, a bunch of other stuff that some Philly people do at Watercooler, W-O-O-D-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-R.com. And if you want to go to the Stark Raven Mad part of that, it's slash SRM Podcast. Uh, and speaking of SRM Podcast, at SRM Podcast on Twitter and SRM Podcast at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts on the season. Send mm. us your thoughts on this episode. Mm. We're going to be meeting again Tuesday, doing our uh, second thoughts on episode 10, and then we will be, we will be meeting uh, once or twice to do some wrap-ups, including the SRMEs, as well as some off-season episodes and a couple live episodes, too. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, guys, stay strong, listeners. Winter has come. It is here. We're just here. Bye. Bye.